When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 278. How to Make Exercise a Daily Habit by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey, happy midweek. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read to you from popular health and fitness blogs to help you optimize your health. All right, I promise I'm not turning into one of those crazy cat people. You're probably not gonna believe me because I always share stories about my cats. So you remember how I was telling you how one of my cats is becoming basically a cranky old man? Well, this cat continues to baffle me. It turns out he likes booze. I still don't understand this. I don't know if any of you have cats that actually like alcohol, but it seems my older cat does. Here, let me explain. So my mother-in-law was drinking a beer. She had set it on our dining table My cat made his way up there as he normally does and he started making his way towards this open bottle of beer. My mother-in-law was like, uh, should I do anything? I said, nah, he's gonna have no interest in that. It serves no purpose for him physiologically, so don't worry about it. Well, that backfired. He walked right over to that bottle and started licking the rim of that bottle. I thought, okay, he's gonna stop soon. He won't enjoy the taste of it. Nope, he kept going. He seemed to thoroughly enjoy himself. I had to pull him away. I have a picture of it as evidence because I don't think my eyes could believe what I was seeing. So maybe I'll post it on our website. Now, speaking of posts, before we get to today's post, eh, good transition, don't forget that we give away books to random people on our mailing list on the first of the month. To be in the raffles, just make sure you've joined the email list at oldpodcast.com before then. I'll give you a quick reminder at the end of the show. So for now, let's hear today's post and start optimizing your life. How to Make Exercise a Daily Habit by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Recently, my friend and fellow blogger, Scott Young, did a great post entitled, New to Exercise? Make Workouts Daily. It was an excellent post and perfectly timed as it mirrors my own recent efforts at making exercise a daily habit. The problem with trying to make exercise a habit, and it's something that we've all faced, is that you usually try to exercise three or four times a week and that makes creating a new exercise habit difficult. The reason is that the more consistent an action is, the more likely it is to be a habit. 
Therefore, Scott points out, and it's something I fully agree with, exercising every day is more likely to result in a habit, something that becomes almost automatic and much easier instead of a constant struggle. I've been implementing this idea in my daily life recently, alternating every day between different exercises, running, swimming, biking, and strength workouts as a way of reaching my goal of completing an Olympic distance triathlon this year. I'm gonna continue this habit change into the month of May. I made daily running a habit last year when I was training for my first marathon, but this year I stopped when I got sick, so I'm restarting the habit formation. If you're gonna make this a habit, do a 30-day challenge, and by the end of the challenge, your habit should be pretty well ingrained. Here are some practical suggestions I've learned along the way to help make exercise a daily habit. One, set a time. Decide whether you're more likely to stick with it in the morning or lunchtime or evening and stick with that time. I set the time of 5.30 a.m. every day and I'm trying my best not to vary from that time. If you don't set a time, you're more likely to put it off until you have more time or energy and then put it off until the next day. Soon, it's not a habit at all. Two, send yourself a reminder. I use memo to me, but there are a number of ways to send yourself an email or text reminder so you'll never forget. Then, when you get the reminder, do it right away. Don't allow for any delays. Three, start small. This is perhaps the most useful suggestion of all. When I start exercising, I always start with lots of energy, enthusiasm, and ambition. I think I can do more than I can. However, doing too much in the beginning leads to burnout, which leads to quitting your habit. When you first try to make exercise a daily habit, chances are your body won't be used to that kind of stress. The key, only do 20 minutes in the beginning and do it nice and easy, nothing difficult. Even 10 to 15 minutes is fine at first, if you're just starting out. The key is to get out there, get your body slowly used to daily exercise and form that habit. Four, progress later. Once your body is used to daily exercise, you can slowly start to increase the amount and intensity of your exercise. Wait at least two weeks before starting to increase. That's the minimum your body needs to adjust. Once it begins to feel way too easy, you can start increasing the length of your workouts to 30 and then 40 minutes, and eventually up to an hour. Once you do that, you can gradually increase the intensity, running faster or harder, for example. Try not to increase both the distance and intensity at the same time. Five. Make it pleasurable. If you associate a habit with pain, you'll shy away from it. But if it's fun, you'll look forward to doing it. That's why in this beginning stage of my new habit, I've been focusing on pleasure. I go slowly, enjoying the scenery, the fresh morning air, the beautiful skies, the sun rises. The quiet time of solitude and contemplation is actually something I enjoy doing. An MP3 player with some great music or podcasts helps. Six, lay out your gear. The fewer obstacles and less friction there is in forming your new habit, the more likely you are to be successful. If you have to not only wake up early, but get a bunch of gear together while half awake, you might just wanna go back into bed. But if you lay out your workout clothes and shoes and watch and your MP3 player or whatever you need for your exercise, you'll be ready to go with no friction at all. Seven, just head out the door. My rule is just to get my running shoes on and get out the door. I don't worry about how long I have to go or how hard it will be. Just get out and get started. Once I've done that, it's a piece of cake. Eight, mix it up. One thing I like about triathlon training is that daily exercise isn't boring. Instead of running every single day, now I've got a variety of sports to do and that makes it much more interesting. 
But perhaps just as important is that with each sport, I'm using different muscles, especially with swimming. Sure, some of the same muscles are used, but they're used differently with different stresses on them. What that means is that I'm not pounding the same muscles every day. That gives them a chance to recover because without recovery, you're just breaking your muscles down over and over. Nine, have a relative rest day. Again, recovery is very important, which is why you need to give your body a chance to rest. If you're taking it easy and only doing 20 minutes, you should be okay without rest days, but it's still good to have one day of rest where you're not gonna do the same exercises as the other six days. You don't wanna skip the day completely because then you're not being consistent with your habit. That's why I do one day of strength training where I don't use the same muscles as swimming, biking, and running. If you need more rest, you could just do 20 minutes of walking or even just a session of meditation. The key is to do something every day, preferably something that gets you moving. Meditation isn't the best example, but at least you'd be doing something and keeps your habit formation going. 10, don't skip a day. It's easy to say, no problem, I've been doing it for five days, I'll just skip today. But that will make your habit formation harder. Consistency is key, so try not to skip a single day. If you do, don't beat yourself up, don't judge, don't feel badly. Everyone messes up sometimes, and habit formation is a skill that requires practice. Just start your 30-day challenge over again and try to identify the obstacle that led to your skipping a day and prepare for it this time. You just listened to the post titled How to Make Exercise a Daily Habit by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I love these suggestions, particularly number six and seven. Number six was lay out your gear. He's basically talking about removing obstacles, making everything as simple as possible. For those of you that listened to the Brian Copeland interview where I shared my tips on fast food, I made the argument that fast food is a perfect habit-forming device. They make it as easy as possible for you to get their food. It's cheap. You don't even actually need to drive anymore. I think they have apps now where they'll deliver the food for you. Of course, pizza chains capitalized on that a while back. Amazon's getting on this. One-click ordering. If they can remove obstacles, you're gonna be more likely to buy that product. You need to do the same thing when it comes to forming healthy habits. Make it as easy as possible for yourself. Why are you making it so difficult? So, Having your workout clothes packed or laid out ready to go for you is so important. It's so key. Plus, by seeing your workout clothes out, by seeing your running shoes right by the door, you get that visual trigger. So you go, oh yeah, 
I need to do that. And number seven, he said, just head out the door. Make a deal with yourself. All I'm gonna do is just put on my running shoes. That's it. And then watch what happens. Well, I'm wearing my running shoes, so I might as well go for a walk at least. I could do a walk, maybe just once around the block. All of a sudden, that walk around the block, well, I could go a little bit further. I'm feeling pretty okay. You know, I am feeling pretty good. Maybe I'll take a jog. And all of a sudden, you're doing it. This is why I love tips number six and seven. Leo also mentioned the importance of rest, but rest is different than sleep. So yes, rest is important, but even more important, be sure you're getting enough sleep each night. For most otherwise healthy adults, we're looking at seven uninterrupted hours of sleep most nights. That will help your muscles recover faster, you're gonna feel so much better, you're gonna be more energetic, and the nice side effect of being a regular exerciser is you're gonna fall asleep, go into a deeper sleep, and just have better quality sleep overall. And of course, what I'm mentioning to you here is based on a number of well-designed studies. Now, before I go, once again, if you wanna be in raffles to possibly win books from us, make sure you're in our weekly newsletter at oldpodcast.com. You'll get some free spreadsheet tools from us right away, then you'll get a weekly email with updates, and you'll be in the raffles automatically. Again, that's all at oldpodcast.com. All right, I am out of here. Thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you for subscribing and I'll see you back here in about 24 hours where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.